Today we learn Daf Bet, the second Daf in the sector of Masrot. So the, the uh, Gemara begins, we pick up from yesterday, where one of the qualities, the cloud that applied to Masrot, one of the things that, that is required for some Gechai ben Trumas Masrot is that it's Gidu Luminaris. The Gemara begins, The question is, what about mushrooms? Are they Chayim Masrot? So Amar Lei Rav Yochanan B'Shem Rav Sisei, um, Ktiv, it says, So, Zarecha, that which you take a seed and plant, or Matzmiach, and then grows. That would exclude Pitriot. These are sort of like Pagara fungus. They sort of spawn. They're not planted to grow. That's why they would be part of Mitrumasamas. Now, Arat Poltan literally means it's Poleto. Poleto is to like, uh, expel them. However, Reb Chaim here says, uh, he says that, see, it's, it's not, uh, where is it? Uh, yeah, sorry. They're not drawing sustenance from the ground itself. They're rather drawing the sustenance from the avir. That is why they're patro mitra Okay. And so we, we touched on that in the, in the Mishnah yesterday. So, so we explained yesterday, in the Gemara, that if something, even if it matures early like a vegetable, if it's kept in the ground, despite the fact that it's kept in the ground to keep growing larger, we said that still chayiv in trumas and even at the earlier stages. Okay, fine. So, the Gemara is medayik now. Ha'im eno shomor lo hosif, ochel, eno chayiv katon bagadol. Meaning, if you're not keeping it to continue growing, rather you're keeping it now to, for another purpose, you're keeping the ground to meet kasher, to literally harden out to produce seeds, then you're not Even if you pick it up earlier, you pick it out of the ground prior to its full hardening, you'd still be part of. So that's Lord This is, seems to exclude Shit Rabbi Gamliel. Now you'll see in a minute that. Um, uh, the Tatanina, let's have a look. Tatanina Taman, maybe Rabban Gamliel says, Af Timrot shall tiltan, shall hardol, shall pola van, chayvab amasrot. So the Timrot literally are berries, but it seemed to be that under the leaves of tiltan, if fenugreek hardol is mustard, pola van is a white bean. By the leaves, there were little, these little berries that developed. And the Havamina is, why does he say it's chayvab amasrot? I read your Rabban Chaim, because the after hen atzman la vochel, despite the fact they're not ochel, because it's connected to Ochel, that's what makes it Chayven from Masro. However, that's why this seems to go against Rabban Gamliel. Because our Mishnah says, this is what we would say, it says, in other words, we said, even if you keep in the ground so it matures, you have to separate from Masro. The first step of the Gemara was, Ha, but if you're keeping it in the ground, lit kasher, to simply harden, in other words, it won't be considered edible at all. You're just doing it to produce seeds. You're not chayven trumasamasot, even the earlier stages. Meaning that it has to be in and of itself edible, if you like, to be chayven trumasamasot. What it seemed to be understanding when Raman Gamliel, he says, why are these berries chayv? Not because they're ra'u'i of themselves, but because they're attached to something that is ra'u'i That's against our mission, because our mission would say it would independently have to be Edible. So the Gemara says, actually, you've got it wrong. It says, you've misunderstood Rabban Gamliel. 
He says, really, do you think um, it's only Chayev because it's attached to either the Tiltan, the Charadal, and things like that? If that's the case, Me'ata Afilu Yarka. If that's the case, then even the leaves should be Chayev because it's also attached to the Ochel. So it must be different. The machloket is not whether something not royal is chayv trumas master attached to ochel. No, the machloket itself is regarding his timrot, these little berries. The rabban gamliel says that since they're they're um, people could eat them. That's why they're chayv. What chachamim said it's not enough of ra'uilachila to be chayv and master. So in other words, our mission isn't cholak on rabban gamliel. Because it does have to be Ro'ilachila, just the debate around Gamliel Chachamim in regarding this Timrod is where's, where, where do we draw the line regarding what's considered Ro'ilachila? The Od Minhara, the Gemara says, I can even prove you further that Rabban Gamliel requires something to be Ro'ilachila, that it, independently. Meaning, Rabbi Yeshua says, I was never brave enough, because I was always to sell someone to go and collect these berries of Tiltan, Charadal, and Polavan. The shlok, shlok is to, to, to cook them up to be Ra'ul Achila. Why? The Svirli del Rabbi Gamliel, the In other words, he was concerned for Shidr Rabbi Gamliel. Now, why is this a proof that they Ra'ul Achila independently? That is because, this is a previous Rabbi Chaim, had you thought the only reason why it's chayv is because it's attached to ochel, like the Havimina was, why wouldn't Rabbi Yossi permit to eat them on their own? Because when they're on their own, they're no longer attached to ochel, so there should be no chayv to So it must be that the fact it was choshish never to tell them to pick these berries and eat them on their own in a manner that, you know, the shulkan, so, so it's edible, um, and and it's to be part of Petrumas and Masra is because they in of themselves, Rabban Gamliel holds that they're somewhat Raul Achila, and that's why the Chayven Trumas and Masra. Okay, that's kind of the flow of that sugya. Uh, in other words, we sort of qualify and understand the Shita of Rabban Gamliel much better that way to understand that, that with this Timrod, it's only because it's 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 Machloket there again. Just to repeat myself one more time, is not is is specifically where do we draw the line? What's considered Raul Achila? Okay, let's continue. Tani ochel sofan ochel. This is a brighter. We talked about on the Mishnah if it's tchilatan ochel sofan ochel. It was edible from beginning to end. We'll see in a minute in the next section of the Gemara as well what happens if it's not raul achil in the beginning, but it is in the end. However, we learn in a brighter if it's tchilatan ochel, it's edible in the beginning, vein sofochach, and it's going to reach a point where it's not going to be ochel. Then what? Then it is. It's not chayev. Even tchilatan, even if you pick this thing prematurely. In its stage with Ra'ula Achila, it's not Ochel. So, Ma'ilacha, what are we talking about? What type of object are we, what, what type of food are we talking about that's Ra'ula Achila, edible in the beginning, but in the end, it's not going to be? That's Kanedhana Makayim Melea Shel Achroa. Now, there's another different curiosity here. Achroa should be Arkov, um, uh, Akrov, sorry, or the, 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 um, the, uh, Rashi is actually Kruv. So, that means a type of cabbage. But the achro of Marfulda says it's some sort of esev, some sort of a plant of some sort, um, and you'd keep him in large patches. But anyway, let's have a look. It says achro, in other words, hamakayim melea shel achro, let's say akruv, lezera, batla dato. If you're trying to keep a whole field of these cabbages, 
for the benefit to produce seeds, then we're batla dotto eshakolada. We'd say that it's not part of Trumasamasrot, because people don't keep full fields of this crop. They might keep a few to, to, to produce seeds, but generally if someone's growing a whole field of these things, it's going to be for Ochel. Um, however, Kalachim Yechidim, if you talk about some, some uh, few stalks or, or a, few, uh, a few shoots for that purpose, then we say Lobat Ladato. So Mashma what? That we can have certain food products to edible in its early stage, but you're going to keep them in the ground. It's going to come to a later stage. It's going to become, so in order to become seeds, it's going to dry and not be edible. So regarding these few different Kalachim, we can say regarding a small amount that even if someone happened to pick one or two early, it doesn't have to separate from as a master because this was something that was going to be kept for its seeds. Okay. The point of the brighter was is that there's limits to saying this. You can't say it regarding a whole field because people don't do that with whole fields. So I'm Rabbi Yonah, but who kept Yerek? Yerek. So here, um, he says, I'm Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yonah, the fact that the ratio says in the beginning that if he's keeping this all these group for the purposes of seeds, that we say that's only if you picked it prematurely. However, if you kept it in the ground, however, and it hardened all the way to the end, you don't have to separate from wood. Since when? Because, um, because as the Gemara says, um, uh, it says, Anorim eats in Chayvim Masro. Do we see when, since when do we have, say wood is Chayvim Masro? So it's not Bichlal, not Chayvim like Royal Achilla. So again, the, this Chumra of Batla, Batza, Etzakol Adam is if you pick, pick some of this crew from the, field, from the whole field you're, that you're um, using to produce Zera, then we say no, Batza, Etzakol Adam, you can't say that again, the whole field, you have to separate Trumas Masro from those you, you've picked while it was still fit for consumption. Okay, let's give you. Now, we kind of explained this in the mission already. This is any food that is not ra'ui in the beginning, but in the end it is ra'ui la'achila. Until it becomes ra'ui la'achila. So, what is that? What, what type of foods are we talking about? Or we're in the next mission. This is another case where they sort of Gemara in Yerushalmi sort of introduced the mission we're about to learn. In other words, this is when it's talking about, as we'll see in the next coming Mishnah, that it goes through all the fruit to say, at what point is it now Ra'ula Now that's going to be important. Uh, I'll read you Rav Chaim in a moment, actually, because he, he spells it out um, fully. So let's have a look. Let's go through various fruit. At what point are they now Chaim and Trumas So Bichalu. Or bechilu, um, and that means when it begins to to mature. So we'll explain what that the Gemara is going to explain what that term is. But I want to read through this for Abraham because it's an important one. He says that's tchilat bishulam. That's the beginning of its uh, ripening. That's kari bochal. Mishnah. The Gemara is going to explain all the different shulam we discussed. However, this is the important part. It's not that once it begins to ripen that now you're chayv to, you're much chayv to hafrasha. Because the point at which you can no longer snack from the food, that's only when it, once it reaches gemar malacha. For example, we saw this most famously with, uh, with produce. Once you get to miroch once the, 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 the pile is moved over. What's the yavchilu? What's the early stage of the Mishnah so concerned about? That's 
That if you take some of these you know, completely unripe or very, very immature uh, tainim, these, uh, these uh, figs, and then you pile it up and make a pile, we say, um, one second, but in other words, it wouldn't be chayva meiser, so I, I misread this, in other words, when, if it gets to this early stage, then it's oil and and if you make a pile, then it's chayva meiser. And this is the part I jumped ahead of myself. In other words, once it reaches this stage of early maturity, then if you pick it, if you have achilat keva, you have to fix me after you do a frasha, but you can snack from it. But at once, the, then again, you picked it after this early stage, and once you get a smooth, once you build build a whole pile of it, smooth it over, then we say that you have to separate menatora. However, but prior to reaching this stage of maturity, even if you pick them and form a whole pile with these things, it's completely part of because it is it's not even considered food at all. In other words, just to simplify. Um, the, the important point is, when is this food considered, when, when are these food we're going to be listing, this fruit listing, become defined as food? What's the earliest stage in its development of food such that it enters the world of Trumas and Masra? Because prior to that t- t- time, it's like stones from the ground, and Trumas and Masra doesn't even apply to it. That's the point of the Mishnah. However, once it reaches this stage, then once you pick it from a tree, again, Midarabana, you can only snack from it, but you can't have a meal. And then if you make a pile out of it, since it's food, then you have to separate Trumas and Masra and Torah. Okay? But again, that's the cutoff point. When does it start becoming food that it enters the, it enters the parish of Trumas and Masa? Let's, let's, let's go through it. Hatem shav chilo anavim v'ha'uvshin. It says here, b'ushin it says here. M'ushin is min anavim garua. It's like a small, uh, the sour type of uh, grape. Mishihiv uh, ishu. Now, ishu is going to explain what the, what hiv ishu means. We'll get to that as well. Ha'og, which is a sumac again. V'ha'tutim, these are sort of red Type of fruit, Mishadim, once they start turning red. Anything, any red fruits, it's once it starts turning red. Harimonim, when it comes to pomegranates, however, which are also red, um, that's Mishimasu. That's when, when you, sell the, if you, uh, you can squish them out and some juice would start coming out of it. Okay? The, um, which is interesting here because the Rukhaim says, in other words, he says, Zegornam Lamaser. Gornam Masra means it's almost like that's like Gemar Malacha. But um, uh, I'm not sure about that point. But let's, let's, just, let's just continue. Hatmari Mishatilu Saor. So that Saor literally means like sourdough. That's what causes bread to rise. So what, how do you have this concept when it comes to dates? That's when it starts puffing up, right? Like as if it has Saor inside it. Haparasikin, Aparasek, this is peaches. Mishatilu Gidim, when it starts, you know, the red streaks start appearing in it, literally, the, Literal translation is like sinews. So when you start developing these streaks, ha'egozim. When it comes to nuts, we say meshi asu megura. When they start, the, the nut inside the shell start to separate from one another. Rabbi Yehuda says ba'egozim vashkedim. When it comes to the uh, nuts and uh, shkedim uh, uh, almonds, that's miyashesu klipa. That's once it starts developing a little shell inside the shell, that extra sort of layer. That's when it's early maturity. Ha'charovim. When it comes to um, the carobs, meshi nut. So, Yinaktu. Um, we've got an extra yud here, Nankidu, maybe the gear says. Um, the the Cholashrami Shinaktu, that's when it starts developing sort of because these are naturally black. So when it starts developing black dots, that's its early stage. 
Vagasim is a pez, Vakrustomelin, with another type of pez, Vaprishna quinces, Chazazarin, but in, um, in the Mishnah, Girsu is the Uzrin, which is like a medla. These are all white type of fruits. We say Mishikrichu when they, because they start in the early stage, they have sort of like this hair around the edge of, around it. And then when that starts falling away, literally goes Kareach, goes bald. That's when it, that's its early stage. Okay. Al-Tirtan is a fenugreek. Kadesha Titzameach. Kadesha Titzameach means that if you can take it and reap and take the seeds and plant it and it will regrow, that's mature enough. Okay. Once it, uh, regarding other things, Mishiach Nisushlish, once it gets to a third of its development. Okay. Let's now look at the Gemara. The Gemara is going to now analyze all these different stages. Bichalu. What's Bichalu or Bichilu? So that was what we said referred to figs. So, Rebichia Barva Amar Chaita. Chaita is Bechelo. Bechelo is the, the lashon of um, like growing. Kamada Tamer, as it says, um, or, or ripening. Uh, so, Chaita, Rukhaim says, is Kshnit Bashel Benit Gadol and starts growing. So, where do we get the understanding of growing? Because it says, this is in Zachariah. This is a pasuk says, Gam Nasha Bachalabi. And that is, um, that's Pasuk referring to the Bichachedet Shloshet HaRoim. The Shloshet HaRoim here, Rashi says, refers to Be'achav, Be'chazia, Melech, Yehuda, Be'chav, Be'chol Zeramach, Be'david. Right? Um, he's always had enough of them. Um, it says, Shloshet HaRoim, Be'erach Echad in one month, V'tikzar Nafsham Bahem, V'gam Nafsham Bachalabi. Bachalabi, the Rashi really says, Bachalabi, he explains it means Gadla Alai. It's in English would say it's become too much for me. Right? It's like it's too much for me. It's gadla alai. So in other words, we see bachilus bachala means a language of growing or, or increasing. If, yeah. So that, that's that's where the Gemara says understanding that's bichalu is a language of this, uh, when it comes to these uh, when it comes to the figs, that's when it's sort of maturing and growing. So Rababa bar, next, Rababa Bar Yaakov Bishem Mishem Reb. Yochanan, that's Mishyad Imu. Now, the two different verses, Pneim or Pihem. The Pneim is the, um, well, Chaim says Pneim, that it's like it starts going red on its, on its outside, on its face. The, the, the Gemara says, the whole Atenim, all figs go red. Pneim Ma'adimot. So, the Reb Tanchum bar Marion Beshem Reb Yochanan says, What you do, how do you, how do you determine whether this fig is ripened enough? You simply take one of the tree. Then you leave it till it, it ripens to see, like when it becomes edible. In Bishela, if it can do so, but Kedemetlaet within 24 hours, then you know it's reached a third of its development. Vim love, if once you've taken it off and within 24 hours it doesn't become edible, it hasn't ripened, then you know it's Peturot. So that's, how, that's, how, that's the technique we learn, use to work out what this time is of Vichalo. Um, that's when they're referred to being or that's a term so the question is what is that that's when it's developed enough so it's enough liquid inside it that you can see the pip inside the grape from the outside that's when you know that's reached that stage. Assuming we have that great sweet bits. Okay. Amrav Yochanan. I was riding on the shoulders of my grandfather. Now, this is a bit sad. Why was, that? Why was he doing so? Rabbi Chaim explains Rabbi Yochanan. 
it says, Mishnit Abra Imo Metaviv, when his uh, when he was conceived, his father died. And when and he and his mother died when he was born in childbirth. Now it's all meta imo, and therefore who raised him? Rabbi Yochanan was grandfather. So he says, when I was on my grandfather's shoulders, I heard the call, the sound of Rabbi Lazai. Yativ Matni was sitting and teaching. So you have seeds that fell on the floor on Shabbos. On, uh, on Shabbos. Um, you can start collecting the me'ei malafafon. Malafafon, if you remember, doesn't actually mean a, a cucumber. Kishuma um, cucumber. It's more like a um, cucumber melon. It's like a melon type of thing. But not uh, but not avatiach, which is more like a watermelon. Now, what's the difference between the two? Ma bein me'i malafafon le me'i avatiach. So Amrei Bishimon Barsana says, or Barsana, me'i malafafon la'achila me'i avatiach lezria. There's a difference between the seeds of malafafon and avatiach. Malafafon is edible. So therefore, when you're collecting them up, you're picking them up, it can look like you're doing so for achila. But the, those of the avatiach of a watermelon on the floor, they're not edible. And the only use for them is for planting. So what's wrong with that? I'll read Reb Chaim. Um, so, sorry, the So therefore, since you're not picking them up for consumption, it looks like you're then what? You're simply sweeping the house, cleaning up the mess. And the problem is, he says, you're not allowed to mechaber, but to buy Shabbos. You're not sweep a house on Shabbos. That's Mishnah's when they had floors that were simply earth that didn't have like stone or tile floors. And therefore, the question, it was asu, you weren't allowed to sweep the floors on Shabbos. Mishum because you might, again, there are, might, naturally there would be, if you, if you just got um, soil floors, there might be a, uh, holes in the ground. And you, if you're mashve gumut, if you fill in the holes, that could be a malacha of bono on Shabbos. Okay, so therefore, if you're simply picking up the collecting these seeds, it, has a, it looks like you're doing mechabed on Shabbos. Okay, let's continue. Kola adumim, anything that's all the red, mishadimu. So Maisha Tani, Maisha taught us follows. Um, Rimon Shenikra, Bo afilu prida echat, kulo chibula maser, simli eshko shibisho bo afilu gargiri chidu kulo chibula masro. This is fascinating. What this means is here is if you've got a rim on, even if one seed starts going red, or you've got a whole bunch of grapes, and even only if one of those grapes reach the stage of maturity, we say it applies to the whole bunch of the whole rim on. Now, why is that? Uh, Reb Chaim Derechamunu explains that because the kimlu rabbanan dezer rayad de kulon ruokzat lechila. That once one within a cluster is actually properly has a similar maturity, it the Chachamim understood that already the rest of them are somewhat already ra'ula achila. So you can use one grape as an indication for the whole cluster or one seed within a rimon for the entire rimon. So um, that's what the Rambam brings that down. Halacha. So Amar Chanina Pashtu or Pashu Pashu Hulan Kolota Hagefe Kolata Tzev Hamin Rimon. So in other words. He says that indication is not just enough for the one cluster, but for the whole vine. And Chazru Pashtu, there's Pashtu, they say, even no, no, Ila Kolotar Ruach, the whole side of the vineyard. And Rabbi Yossi goes to the stage of Kolotar Keren, that one grape can make can mean, can, can indication the whole vineyard has already reached the early stage of Ula Achila and Chayven Master. Um, we'll can, yeah, we've gone a bit over, but Mr. Shem will pick up from here um, on Sunday. Cool. Have a good job. Good job.